Uh, time to look back on what was a great win. Uh, not a headline act over the weekend, but one of the good yarns of the weekend. Grabbed by a good yarn. A good yarn's trying to get to carry on camping. Now he hits the lead. Come on, old boy. A good yarn takes the lead in the concluding stages from carry on camping. Three and a half years in the wait, and he's got up to win. A good... Ah, good call from T. Bailey. I wonder whether he might have had a couple of shekels on because he certainly was sooling a good yarn home. He said, come on, old boy. I'm not sure if that was for uh, a good yarn or Merv McKenzie is trainer because uh, they're both doing very well uh, with a bit of age on their side. Ten years of age, a good yarn winning his seventh race at Colac on the weekend. And Merv McKenzie, who is a sprightly 82-year-old, is still doing great things as a trainer. Good morning, Merv. Congratulations. Good, thank you. Thanks. Uh, what was that like on the weekend? Uh, it was good because it's been a fair while since he won a race and he's run two or three thirds his last three starts and stuff. So he's been uh, thereabouts, but just can't quite get it. You yeah, know? how frustrating had it been? Oh, yeah, yeah, a bit frustrating, but anyhow, we'd race him ourselves. So, uh, and the wife said he's got to keep going until he wins a race so she wouldn't <laughs> retire him. So. <laughs> a bit like you. Yeah, I'm only the boy around the place, but anyhow. <laughs> uh, uh, so his last win, I think, when was that? It was back at um, July 2020. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then he won a race at, on, on Jericho Cup Day. He won, he won a, a race benchmark 70 there or 64 or something, and he, he we won 25,000 for the, the trainer to, you know... Uh, the smaller stable. The smaller stable, yeah. So, yeah, so that was it. So that was good. So He's been a good horse. He's won over 200,000. Yeah, yeah, 220 or something, but his mother and stuff, uh, I've had three, four horses out of the mare, and they've won 30-odd races between them. Gee whiz. King Cotton, he won, he won ten or eleven, and we had a car for a week at Mooney Valley, and until uh, oh. they beat me in the second last nine fifty five and oh. stuff there. So, but anyhow, that's life. He must still be loving racing, though. Uh, a good yarn, the way he's performing. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, he doesn't do a great lot of work. He goes to the beach and pokes around down there, and goes to the park and doesn't do a great lot. But no, no, he's all right. But if once he sort of tells me he's had enough while I'm retiring, you know, yeah. in the paddock all day and stuff. So, yeah, no, we're batting along all right. You got another win over this Christmas period? Well, him? it's just a bit hard to find him now because his ratings, I think he's just gone up a couple benchmark 60, but it's just hard to find a 1,000-metre race for him. But we might go to Mooney Valley or something like that, one of the 955s or something for him. So, yeah, we'll just keep whacking away at him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, he's still earning money, so um, a bit like yourself, Mervyn. How um, how many horses have you got in work at the moment? Uh, only two or three. No, I got three young ones in the paddock, or two young ones in the paddock, and I had one from Lynette Stud, and he rang me up and said, "Do you want it?" Because it's by uh, O Long Row, and I said, mm. "No, not really. I'm too old." But I said, "Oh, yeah, I might take it." He said, "Well, I got two. You might as well take the bases." <laughs> so I ended up with them. <laughs> But anyhow, what are you to do? You know, I get up at half past five every morning and muck out a couple of boxes on straw and stuff and then go to the track of the beach. So, yeah, we poke along all right. Yeah, and it keeps you fit and you obviously love it yourself, Mervyn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there's nothing else much to do. You'll drop off the perch, won't you? Well, you know, they say that. Um, yeah. 
Is that is that your uh, is that the boss in the background? Yeah, the boss in the background. Yeah, she was, she'd been crooked for bloody three years. She nearly passed away and oh. three years ago, and they said she wouldn't come home when COVID was on. She was in the Royal Melbourne. They said she won't come home, but anyhow, she got home and she's still in charge. So that's all right. Oh, so, what's what's your wife's name again? Evelyn McKenzie. Evelyn. Her Evelyn. brother was her brother was Cowboy Neil. Yes, from and the Saints. Yeah, and then my daughter, she married Brett Allison. Well, there you go. Oh. <laughs> so, so I'm elite. So do you, do you barrack for the Saints or the Kangaroos? Oh, oh nobody now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. well, I hope Evelyn's doing well now. Yeah, yeah, she's all right. Oh, and, yeah, good. Mark Warren, he helps us out a fair bit and stuff. But, yeah, we, we just battle along. We have two or three and work and just poke along with them. We're going all right, getting out of trouble. So when did you first start training, Mervyn? Oh, about 40 years ago. I was I was leading jump and ride in 1961 around wow. here. And uh, I had 100 rides over jumps and I fell off once or something. I retired after that. I wasn't much good at it. But anyhow, I was leading rider around here with Teddy Byrne and Johnny Williams and, and a fair few. And, yeah, just poked along and stuff. But I wasn't much good at the caper. But there was a couple of horses. They wouldn't go for anybody else, but they'd go for me. So that's how I got them. Did you, did you yeah. ride any winners over the carnival? Uh, yeah, I won the hurdle race one day. The main... Hurdle race, a Hopkins hurdle on the last day on Baybridge. And then uh, I was going to ride Sir Cameron in the National, and I went down and schooled him, and I, he tipped me off at one down the riverside, and I sprained my ankle, and the doctor wouldn't let me ride. Then he came out and won the National that following week, so there you go. So, oh, dearie, mate. <laughs> but anyhow, that's life. And then, and the transition from jumps jockey to trainer, was that what you always wanted to do? Oh, yeah, I poked around. I, I was a milkman for 10 years, and then I worked at the hospital for an orderly for 25 years and still had horses and stuff. Yeah, I've been around them all, this, all my life, you know. And so I, worked for, yeah. I worked for Kevin Lafferty for 15 years yeah. and stuff, poked, yeah. But anyhow. Well, we, we, the Waterbull area is full of um, those, those champion trainers and jockeys who have been there forever. Yeah, I won't put myself in that line, but no, it's handy. And, you know, a lot of people, they help us. Lindsay Smith and stuff, he's terrific. He'll take them to the races and stuff. If he's got a runner, and I'll pick you up on the way past and stuff. So, yeah, and Tom Dabernick, they're, they're all good, you know. Do you remember a but young just, kid coming through the ranks called Kieran Maher? Yeah, Karen Mara used to ride work with him. <laughs> 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 He'd come from out Winslow Way, he came in with the truckload of horses and stuff, and we'd ride work together and stuff. And, and I used to ride work until two years ago, and I'd just give up then. We, we're getting too old. What, you but gave no, up at no. 80? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. But anyhow, I'm all right, so yeah. I'm keeping going, so there's oh, no worries. That is brilliant. Hey, how have you seen the racing game change in your years? Oh, it's, it's bloody dynamite now. Like, when I mean, years ago, we used to ride one and lead two down to the beach, and we'd go take us well, be two miles down to the beach, and we'd jog them down to the beach and work them and then jog them home. And, uh, but now you're not going to go out in the road. They'll run clean over the top of you. Mm. And, you know, everybody's got treadmills and all those sorts of things. Well, you know, it's not like what it used to be. Have you changed at all? How you trained? No, not really. Not really. I've still got straw. They still sleep on straw in the boxes at night time, so I've got to get up and muck them out in the morning before I go anywhere and stuff. Yeah, no, not really. Just poke along a bit.
Well, you're still doing a good job. Uh, uh, great time of year to get a winner as well with Christmas around oh, the corner. Yeah. <laughs> keep the wolf away from the door a bit, so. <laughs> but anyway, we'll be right. We'll keep whacking away. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you have a good Chrissy, Merv. Yeah, uh, you too. You, you, you do a great job. I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> good luck to Evelyn as well. And uh, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see a good yarn back at the track again. Oh, yeah, we're getting going again. He'll be right. He's been to the beach for a couple of days and he pulled up good, so... We'll just continue on. Ah, oh, beauty. Uh, good on you, mate. Great to right, chat. Mate. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, Mervyn McKenzie, uh, what a legend. 82 years of age. Uh, he got a bit soft in his uh, older years. He gave up training uh, or, or track work at 80. 80 years of age, he was still doing track work. Uh, and a good yarn, his old boy, who's a 10-year-old, won his first race in three and a half years at Colac on the weekend.